Welcome, everybody, to the Robert John the Wreck podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm Henry. I'm Warren. I'm Robert. And I'm Andrew. And this is episode 41. We are in our 40s wow. now, guys. Wow. That's awesome. awesome. That's almost a year. Years worth the podcast is 52, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. So we're like, how many yeah, away? Two months? Three, no. Yeah, two and a half. <laughs> yeah, two and a half months. Almost three months. This is pretty close. It's getting there. I, I well, wonder if they're doing it. If you're out there and you've listened to every single podcast, let us know because it'd be interesting to know if we've had people here from day one. Yeah, that would be cool. So we know who's the real followers. <laughs> Just no, kidding. You, totally kidding. <laughs> yeah, if you can tell me what Henry's first history was. <laughs> Henry without will personally... going to the Henry's History Lesson playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Can't go to the Henry's History Lesson playlist. Yeah, without, I don't think I can even answer that. And scrolling down I can't either. I can't answer what it was last week. Oh, oh. Jesus, guys. Are you even listening the to what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm so offended. I feel like the you first one was a long time ago, Henry. I didn't do Camel the first episode. I remember what I did the first episode and it wasn't Camel. And we are still coming to everyone via our individual homes, mm-hmm. um, in our individual locations. So um, if uh, we don't understand that someone else is talking at the same time, that's the reason. Did we even have it? Oh. Okay. Steve, do you want to talk about it now? Oh, no. I was just wondering if we if we even had a Henry's history <laughs> lesson on the first one or not. I think we did. Did we? But. I don't know. Well, I guess I guess that is right, Steve. You're, you're right. We could talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was I like, man, I just can't that. remember because I, I type in all the titles and stuff. So, but it's 41's a lot to to do. You know, I know for sure that the first song I ever used as a Henry's History lesson topic on this podcast is on the Henry's History lesson playlist. Uh, that is, is definitely it a Hendrix song for sure. Which yep. which you yeah. can find you can find Andrew the link and you got it in the description if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. I can't tell you which Hendrix song it was. Which what is it? A not Hendrix Experience Hendrix song. Yeah, it's like a B side. Like ooh, well, what's it called? I'm gonna get. I'm never gonna. I'm get not gonna that. tell you, dude. Go on your phone and look on the freaking <laughs> Spotify playlist, dude. I'll have to what go back and listen to all of them backwards. You're in my band, dude. Pay attention. I did have something. Uh, so <laughs> uh, Amanda was listening to a 70s playlist and Free came on. Who? Oh. The what, song what's Free? The, what's the, so, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I got it wrong. What's the super group with Rod Stewart? Or the band oh. with Rod Stewart and Faces? Faces. Oh. Faces. Faces. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Faces. With Rod and, Stewart and Ronnie Wood. In my head, I've heard you say that so many times that I instinctually said without really knowing. That's a super group, right? Kind of, yeah, kind of is. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, why do I know that? <laughs> it's 100% from you talking about it. Just like, you know, inadvertently, I was like, oh, God. Right. Like, it's finally seeping into my bones. <laughs> Sweet. That's fun. Uh, no, it was good. So, uh, I... We're learning by default. It's just a lot of new information. Yeah, that's all good. Everything's forgiven. Awesome. And how's everyone doing this week? Steve? I'm doing good. We had the uh, the So Over COVID Music Fest streaming uh, this weekend. 
And Ooh. so I hosted some uh, some parties, some watch parties on Facebook. It was off my personal page, and it was really fun just um, spending a couple hours each night just listening to music and a lot of our um, fellow OC bands. Um, yeah, it was really fun. DJE did a killer job putting all that together, and and uh, yeah. it was it was kind of thrilling to uh, to be watching the lineup and then having your project come on. Like it was a broad, it, it was a broadcast, yes. but like uh, it was the first time that I'd watched a live stream on my TV in my living room through the <laughs> sound bar and stuff. So that was that was really neat to get that experience because most of the live streams that that we've done, we've we've been there you know on the other side of the camera for it so you can't really experience the whole the whole thing so that was really neat it was fun i cooked i started updating my website and getting back responding to emails and stuff it was awesome i liked it a lot what about you henry it was good it was a good week i enjoyed it i uh i had my place to myself for a good portion of it and uh had to work on some stuff and also just kind of not do anything, which was pretty cool. Awesome. Honestly. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, got to see that as well. And that was pretty cool. I got to see, um, me playing a song with Andrew and Adam, my best friend, the bass player. Did that air on the same night as ours? I was looking for it and I couldn't find it. It was the night before it was on Saturday. Ah, okay. I was looking for it for like, 30 minutes. Like, yeah, they, they only aired one song, but but uh, it was so cool to see, like, watching it, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, hey, that's me. That's cool. Yeah, Ted loves you, though, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's, like, yeah. the, not the last thing you do with him. Yeah. I, I for, hope so. For anybody listening, uh, these are still available to watch on uh, the OC, OC Music Festival Facebook. So if you want to catch... The past three days of music, you can. And I'll pop yeah, a link cool. in the, uh, Good to in the description <laughs> for those of you How'd listening How'd your to the podcast. record release go, Henry? You just released a bunch of songs, right? Uh, I just released a single, pretty much. I, I basically, the, the concept was like, um, you know, back in the day, they used to release singles as like a double-sided single Oh, so you released two songs. Oh, yeah, cool. I just released two songs as, as kind of in the style of like oh back in the day basically. And um I didn't I didn't get too many hits about it, but but uh for the most part the response was pretty solid and then our European uh tour manager Manny blew it up and I saw a bunch of positive stuff from that. So it was really cool because uh up until this point I haven't really shown anybody these songs and I honestly had to work up a lot of nerve on my part just to like go like, well, I'm just going to release this and I don't really care what happens. Yeah. It's way different doing it yourself, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. As Steve it's so does. much harder. Yeah. Like, is it done? Is it not done? Does it yeah, sound I don't good? really know. <laughs> Especially being in the other band too, to go like, um, like, is this going to stack up to this other stuff that I do or not? Like, it almost doesn't even matter because right. um, it's in a completely different different universe. Yeah, exactly. uh, And ultimately I I did it for myself. It it was more just kind of like a personal achievement thing of just like, exactly. this monkey is off my back now. Like this thing I've been wanting to show people for like two years is out in the universe now. And whoever wants to listen to it can listen to it. And um, yeah, it was good. Like I didn't, 
you know, nobody really hit me up or anything, but I post about it and I'll probably do some more posting about it. And, you know, for the most part, from what I've heard, the response has been great and, uh, I can't really ask for a lot more. And then, um, I think it is a month from tomorrow. I am dropping the full album. Yeah. Nice. Uh, six songs and it's about a total of 32 minutes, I think. So it's somewhere between an EP and an LP, basically. I just wanted to make sure, um, you know, in the event that I want to put this on vinyl, it fits perfectly how I want it to on a vinyl record. And in my mind, the shorter, the better. So, and it also improves fidelity uh, in theory, basically, if you have a shorter length record. So I just wanted to keep it, you know, simple and, to the songs that kind of got to the point of what I was doing basically. And, uh, yeah. So full album is coming, uh, next month. And it sounds and, uh, so rad. <laughs> I love it. Henry, Henry played it for me a couple of weeks ago over at my place. And, oh man, it yeah. so good. It's really, really fun, man. He did a great job on that. Thank you. It's cool. We should listen to one of the songs in your section, uh, next week or something. Yeah. All right. I'll do it one of these days. <laughs> Or how'd you do? Yeah, I think Warren, we both did the you? same thing this weekend. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, oh, well, the same thing. Well, there's a, lot, there's a couple things I'll touch on. <laughs> what did you guys do? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll get to that real quick. The first thing is I thought it was really cool being on this side of the stream and being able to watch our stream mm. as it went live for people. And that's a cool thing because obviously, like Steve said, we're on the other side of the camera. Um, the other thing that I noticed, there's a lot of people, uh, grilling meat or, uh, cast ironing meat. Is that what you're referring to, Andrew? Hell yeah. And so, uh, me and Erica got a nice piece of meat cause I, I've stopped eating as much red meat, but every now and then it's nice. And, uh, we did a nice cast iron recipe and, uh, we, we looked on Instagram and almost right at the exact t- time Andrew was making a a massive piece of meat was was your what did you cook andrew was that as big as it looked on instagram or yeah was it was that, pretty huge it was like a okay. flintstone steak but it was pretty <laughs> thin cut so um i had two of them and i made both of them but i didn't show that on instagram wow, but yeah we did a cast iron things? it was just like a big ass cut ribeye it was really thin though so it was it didn't yield as much as the it looked like yeah, ours was a ours was a pretty thick ribeye. Um, I our our recipe is uh, taking the cast iron, heating it up in the oven until it's like super hot, and then putting it on an open flame, searing both sides. You sear a side for a minute, you flip it for another minute, and then you put it in the oven for like two or three minutes a side, uh, and then you pull it out and it's good to go. The other thing that we have is a thermometer. I've never really used it like a thermometer before yeah but we have one and i figured that you might as well go for it and i thought that came in handy and it was really really good i really love a nice piece of uh cast iron red meat and onion rings that's oh yeah yeah so i I baked a steak for the first time in a cast iron i've never done that before i've I've cooked them in cast irons just on the stove but yeah never never baked a, a steak before and it was pretty damn fantastic there's another cooking it. method called the reverse sear. I've never done this, and the steaks that we're cooking were kind of thin. Like, I like them bigger than an inch, but these were more like a half inch to three quarters. So, um, I don't think you need to cook them in the oven. It's just when they're really thick 
a reverse sear is when you put it in for like 20 minutes first in the oven at mm-hmm. a really low temperature to get the meat up to temp and then sear both sides. Nice. So that's going to be my next experiment is the mm-hmm. reverse sear. So it's the exact same thing you'd do otherwise, mm-hmm. just the opposite. Nice. Yeah, try that too. That sounds really good. Cool. I got I to say one more thing I did this weekend that I have not done in at least 11, 12 weeks is I went down to the ocean and I jumped in the water. I was socially distant the whole time, but it was really nice to jump in the ocean. And I think that was yesterday. And everybody was out like it was no big deal. It was crazy to see like restaurants are open again and no masks and shit. So I kind of just creeped down there and jumped in the water and then went back home and observed everybody being out. But that was weird to see people I think people in Orange County are over being told what to do. Yeah, (laughs) I think they are. Yeah, all the... All the uh, all the places downtown. I haven't I haven't checked to see, but I heard all the places in downtown Huntington are uh, are open. Like they're just like open again. Like people can just go down and get drinks at a bar and eat at a restaurant if they want to in downtown Huntington right now. Like full force, no yeah. mask restrictions, yeah, no yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Did, no. Yeah, go ahead, Robert. Um. I've heard a lot of the places, so if you have food and you have drinks, if you want to order food, you can have a drink while you wait for the food. So you can sit at the bar and have a drink if you order food, Hmm. but you can't sit at the bar unless you order food. But I haven't been anywhere. I haven't looked into anything yet. It's so odd. It's like, how can you even enforce that? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just Uh, heard about it. I have fries coming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly like, gonna gonna prove that? Coming, like nope <laughs> is the wayfair open steve uh it's not fully open they've been doing uh takeout and um i actually have something i'll, I'll share a little later from there um but yeah they're Ooh. open from like i think like two to eight or something or two to yeah two to eight or something like that and doing food and and doing uh drinks to go and uh, Henry and I got uh, some tacos from there a couple weeks ago before rehearsal, and um, oh man, it was just good to have their tacos again. And we yeah. got a, a, a crowd or a, not a crowler, a growler to go. Um, got some Pliny the Elder, um, and just paid that pay nice. for that. They give it to you, and you just get to take the drinks home. So, it was nice. Uh, nothing here is even close to open yet in Pasadena and LA County. Like exact same stuff. Ma- you have to have a mask to go in anywhere. Yeah. If you even get fast food, it's just in and out. You can't sit down. Um, and then restaurants are only open for takeout. Like the Panda Express by my house has a table, so you can't even go past like two steps into the front door. Yeah. There's like a table and everything blocking. There's like a fort where they're like, just tell us what you want, and we'll go to the counter for you and give it to you. So. Yeah, nothing here is even close yet. I feel like it's going to be uh, a million years before anything in L.A. County opens back up again to normal. Yeah. Which I think yeah. is crazy. Like, wait, things like, you know, um, like mom and pop, like embroidery stores or like dry cleaners that like have two people working there and stuff like that. Those people should be able to like open their businesses. Yeah, yeah. We're at a point where it's starting to decline and... Uh, there's, you know, only a few people in those stores at any given time, you know? So I don't I don't understand why they're still keeping stuff closed mm-hmm. at this point. It doesn't make sense to me. 
Um, but you, Orange yeah. Countyites, will be the uh, test dummies to see if you <laughs> yeah, are what sick. Pigs, basically. Well, that's just, what I was, I was just thinking about that today. I was like, yeah. Man, people are just like, like I heard that downtown Huntington Beach was like packed, and that's like literally, I don't know, five blocks from where I live. And uh, I heard it was just like packed. Like people were down there in full force. And I'm like, well, I'm not going down there. Like, not yeah. that I would normally yeah, I would anyways, but it. if people want to go down there and <laughs> see what happens. Like, you know, go to the beach, take it out. You know, yeah, and if, and if nothing bros. happens, then great. <laughs> beach bros. I'm good, man. <laughs> you guys know me. I just like to sit inside and play guitar all day pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> go out to get some sun here and there, but nice. Well, we have a, uh, we have a special guest today. He is a, uh, a friend of all of us. And a friend that we've known for years and years. And we've uh, played music with him for years and years up in the Seattle area and even down here in Orange County. And um, we're excited to have him on. And his name is Skylar Mihal. And he's going to join us. He is an amazing musician up in the Seattle area. He's played with many, many different people, and we'd like to invite him into our podcast. Skylar Mihal, how are we doing this evening? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Good yeah. to see you. Good to see you, Skylar. It's good to see you all, too. Mm-hmm. Y'all look beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before we get into... Uh, <laughs> it's oh, nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's the Robert John on the record. If, Welcome right there. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast and not watching it, uh, there was just a little title that said, Welcome, Skylar Mihal. I did that so Thank quick, you. too. I feel special. Oh, yeah. 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 We're, all proud, we're all proud of you. Can you Aww. make fun of Skylar on the banner? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can take it. I can, yeah, I can do whatever. <laughs> was it last thing or really two weeks bad. ago that I was just heckling the, the crap out of you guys? I think it was two weeks ago. It's oh, yeah. Was like, <laughs> uh, the banner still now says no stash. You went off on a tangent and you started direct messaging me all these weird things. And I was like, man, this is a little inappropriate, Skylar. I can't be on the podcast while you're sending me this stuff. I'm sorry. I just I have no self control. It's okay. I I don't either. It's all good. Right on. So uh, let's let's uh let's start off with uh, what we're drinking, Stephen. I'm drinking. Okay, so I got this from from the Wayfair. I can't hear Steve. You can't hear me. Oh no. Okay, Henry, you start so Steve can uh right. Steven come um, I am drinking. Yeah. A. Uh, this is sacrilege, but I am drinking a canned Pacifico. Dude, yes. It is sacrilege against <laughs> everything we've talked about before. We had a whole podcast what? about how Pacificos are really good in bottles. I do not care because <laughs> this is still a Pacifico and this is still great. I still do love Pacifico in cans. I, right? Okay, thank you. Yes, I don't mind great. it. It's better I mean, than It's hard to find. I, I, I can't even find thank it. Thank you. Pacifico is better than Modelo all the way around, personally. I I will stand by that opinion a hundred percent, and I see Robert squinting. But you know what? I stand by that opinion. I like it better yep. all the way around. I agree. Each is wrong. Um, thank you. We're well, wrong. I got this from uh, from the Wayfair. <laughs> it's just a little little can um, of uh, Sean Stevenson's uh, famous old fashioned, made with uh, wild nice. turkey, which is great. So he's. I, I think they're canning them there at uh, at the Wayfair, and and uh, yeah. Selling them, and they're fan- fantastic. 
Thank you, Sean. Cool. Uh, I am drinking a seltzer <clears throat> water with cranberry and lime juice. Ooh, fancy. God damn it. I'm one step behind Warren's seltzer water game every time on a podcast. Oh, this, this is a Trader Joe's one. This one's really good. I like these ones. Uh, yeah, I'm a big cranberry juice fan, and limes are fucking cool, too. That's fucking rad. Should make a cool. shirt. Limes are fucking cool, too. Yeah. What are you drinking, Scott? <laughs> Uh, I'm drinking Tito's and grapefruit LaCroix. Yeah. Yeah, it's a skinny skinny drink. It sounds good. It sounds good. It's not uh, bad. I'm drinking a docent. (laughs) Wow. It's a gimme. Definitely had it before here on the podcast. It's just delicious. It's a good beer. I have a hibiscus LaCroix. I keep trying to play catch up to Warren. I wanted the limoncello LaCroix, and I even asked his his fiance where to get it because I wanted to know so bad. And she told us, and we couldn't find it today. And I was so upset that I couldn't get more limoncello LaCroix. And now that's he's just you, one-upping me on his other self. That's what you get for stealing it from me the other night, Andrew. That's what you oh, get. Yeah, I, guess. <laughs> I told you it was my favorite God. one, and you stole it from me. The LaCroix Karma Gods are, are out to get <laughs> They actually didn't have, well, it's, it's Target, which is just the store over here, but they didn't have... Uh, uh, a lot of the flavors of LaCroix. So they had the hibiscus one and they didn't, uh, they had the watermelon one, but they didn't have a lot of the other flavors. They didn't have coconut. They didn't have uh, lemon. They didn't have like a lot of the normal ones. Uh, and they didn't have a lemoncello one either. It's so well, bad. Pasadena's on the, not, 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 not hip. Yeah. I think it is. I'm mad at Amanda because she made us to go to the far target. Yeah, there's nothing worse than the far target. <laughs> do that far target. Yeah, far right? target. <laughs> like there's a target. That's Never go to the far target. We went there's to the far target just for some lemoncello Lacroix, and we far failed. Target. There's a target that's five minutes away, and there's a target that's ten minutes away, and one is like <laughs> a parking lot. So she likes to go to the one that's ten minutes away. She's going to shoot me line? right now. She's going to come in and strangle me. <laughs> <laughs> wait, this, wait, is, is the one that's farther away the bigger parking lot? Yes. Okay. So she likes it because it's easily accessible and not as crowded. Uh, which right now matters. Now. But they have less LaCroix. Yeah. Apparently. They have less LaCroix. I guarantee you if I go to the Pasadena Target tonight after this, it, I'm going to be swimming in Lemoncello LaCroix. Yeah. There's going to be an ocean of them. There's probably a direct... Uh, they're going to hand me a case when I get through the door and say, thank you for coming in, Mr. Spatman. So There's probably a direct correlation between the LaCroix selection and the size of the parking lot, too. I, I think only so. Go to, the smaller the parking lot, the better the LaCroix yeah. selection. That's the only logistical reason. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, how are you doing, Skyler? How's, how's Seattle? Seattle's great today, but it's been really nice up here. It's been great. <clears throat> no traffic, you know. Everybody's holed up. How is the environment? Like, is it still quarantine, like, lockdown? Like, what is going to a grocery store look like? Like, what are gigs like? You know, just the general rundown. Nobody's really... Do, there's like one venue, maybe a handful of venues in town that are doing live stream stuff, but nobody's really doing any outdoor concerts. Obviously, you know, there's not such a high probability of rain in the spring, so nobody's really planning that kind of thing. But 
say it's a pretty lockdown compliant situation. Like a lot of downtown Ballard's boarded up. Uh, most of the businesses have just like actually put up plywood over their windows. And, wow. Um, yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty surreal. It's definitely really quiet, but you know, as, as it's warming up, people, more people are out and about, but I don't know, you know, Washington state's had a lot of pushback, you know, there's a lot of controversy about the whole thing, you know? So, you know, you go to the grocery store, you see some people wearing masks, but the majority of people are wearing masks and, you know, doing their part, but it's, uh, it's definitely, definitely quiet. So here, uh, in LA County, especially LA County is ten times worse than OC. So anything you hear about OC, they're different worlds, right? If you don't wear a mask in a grocery store in LA County, someone can write you a ticket. Wow. So it's pretty like aggressively, you know. I don't know if they would, but it's always on everyone's mind, you know. And like you could see the stairs if someone's not wearing a mask. Like there's eyes glued to that guy as he's walking through the store. It's kind of like that here too. To a degree, but I haven't really been going to the stores that much. So you do yeah, grocery it's, delivery. It's pretty much the same in Orange County, as far as if you wear a mask in a grocery store, um, you have to. That's like the only way you get in there. Um, it's uh, they're they're starting to figure out what the reason is to not wear a mask when you go to a restaurant, which only just opened up like to yesterday. Um, and so everyone down here in Orange County is still trying to figure out what is the criteria, what's the protocol, what's the the version. But um, they got the go-ahead to open up um, patios and inside, you know, half capacity, and no one really knows what they're doing. They're just opening up because the restaurants want to make money. Um, so everyone's kind of, no one really knows really what's going on down here either, which is weird. To not know like exactly what's going on, you know. So I know Washington State's doing like a phased reopening plan, mm-hmm. and some of the counties are on phase two, which is like some restaurants can open at limited capacity, and other non-essential businesses can, you know, run like curbside apparel or whatever. But it's going to be a long, long road, I think, and it's been devastating to the economy of Washington State. So who knows? <clears throat> yeah, I think I the same thing's going on here. Is a uh, all? It's like a phase one, phase two, phase three. It's all. It's all it comes. It's all coming in phases. Um, what what can open? And I think uh, venues with food, no matter if they have a bar or not, if they have food, they can open up. And then people have to figure out the bar situation. If it's just a bar without food, then they're not open yet. <clears throat> and then when it comes to like you know barber shops and. You know, nail salons, that's a whole different issue as well. Are bars doing cocktails to go down there? If they have food. Okay. Because some bars, if they have doing food. Uh, there's no bars that, if they don't, if they don't have food that are doing much of any, well, I guess one is, see, I, I don't know, but no one knows. Yeah, I, I think like, it's, it's got to be tough for anyone to enforce any rules down there. There's probably one inspector in all of Laguna, you know. Going and knocking on every restaurant's door, going like, "Hey, are you complying to this?" And then once their eight-hour shift is over, you know, it's no one's checking yeah. out those places at night and seeing what they're doing. So, and somebody yeah. keeps stealing his masks, so he has to keep getting. I just yeah. picture this guy just running around, and he's like, "Fuck! Somebody took took my mask again." And he has to go get more masks, and that's like, I just had a whole <laughs> scenario. People's masks. <laughs> but yeah, I like to keep them from. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> 
How has playing been, Skylar? Have you been like doing live streams or doing any weekly stuff, or are you playing more at home? Or uh, I've been playing a shitload at home, just kind of on my own. I did one live stream <clears throat> where Which I just played solo. At. Thanks, dude. And um, only yeah, was killer too. Yeah, and then yeah, the Mojo's thing at Nectar Lounge was really cool, and they've been doing Nectar's been doing weekly uh, stream like live stream concerts. So that was really fun to be able to play live with other people, but everything's kind of at a standstill, which is a bummer, but it's also, you know, nice to focus on other things. So like I've been That's cooking, awesome. you know, cooking a ton and Oh, what have you been cooking? Cause we've all talked about what we're cooking. Yeah. I heard you point. guys talking. I heard you guys talking about steaks. Um, oh yeah. I definitely have my, I do kind of the Gordon Ramsay method cause we don't have a barbecue. So you know, you get the pan really hot. I'll throw some herbs in there, and then uh, you know, you got to let the cut sit out at room temperature for a while with oh, the salt yeah. and pepper on it. It's a rookie you know? mistake. So yeah, and then you know, pan sear it and uh, throw a healthy serving of butter in there, and oh yeah, just keep it moving. Don't cook it too long, and I do it by feel. I don't use a thermometer. I've heard that if you poke it with a thermometer, it can lose. You can lose some of the juices. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to get that good. You want to get that good seal right on the. On the yeah, surface. that's what you gotta let it rest too. You gotta let it rest for like you know five to ten minutes after it comes off the grill. You gotta lose those juices. That too. But I've always wanted to try dry aging. A cut of beef. I, I have my friends yet, but... have done it. My friends in San Francisco that I talk to all the time are uh, his his wife's a chef, so they're like experts at dry aging stuff, and they they love it. Like a couple days in the bag in the fridge, and it like looks like it's almost like un- inedible. And you just do some trimming, and then it's like completely dry, so it makes this like crazy crust. Yeah, it sounds great. They pack it with salt, right? Yeah. <laughs> It looks awesome. I did brine some uh, pork butt in ginger beer and beer and this kimchi salt I have overnight, and I cooked that today, so I have a massive pot of pork. Ooh, nice. And I, I made my own barbecue sauce. I made, like, a spicy ginger barbecue sauce. I'm trying to work out that recipe. Crazy. I feel like the more we're in quarantine, the more this becomes a cooking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, you can spend hours a day in the kitchens. No, totally. Uh, I I, we've all spent a lot of time doing cooking. So. Yeah, I feel like I've become a much better chef just over the last eight weeks because I've been kind of forced to. I'm excited for like when we can get together and really do like a potluck for all the shit that we've learned over the last little bit. And yeah, to try now I want to do like ribeye taste tests when we do Monday nights. Ooh, yeah, let's do <laughs> it. Because like a ribeye split between five people is not that big of a deal. And then yeah. we'll make some chicken for Henry. <laughs> yep. I was about to be like, well, I can't, <laughs> I can't help you with that. I can be like, it smells good if I like steak. Yeah. You know what else I've seen that like is another thing that seems to be popping up is I keep seeing everybody planting gardens or herbs or whatever they can kind of <clears throat> plant in their uh, areas that they live in, which I also think is a cool sustainable idea i love the idea of like a community garden or even like you know just an area that you have in your near your neighbors that you can all grow something and you can actually do those potlucks where like somebody's like you know bringing different stuff that you grow and 
I think I mentioned it earlier on a different on a, on the meeting, but like we had a salad, and I think Erica tossed in like maybe some basil and something else. It wasn't a ton of stuff, but you could definitely taste that standing out flavor wise in the salad beyond anything else. And it was like shit. Like this would be epic if I could do a whole salad. Yeah, yeah. all fresh from the garden. And uh, I, I, I remember this. What were you gonna say, Robert? Oh, I remember this from we we. If, if you're listening to the podcast and you don't know who Skyler is, we've stayed at his house multiple times throughout our uh, touring adventures up to Seattle. Um, he's he's let us sleep on his floors for years and years. And one thing that's cool about Seattle is that a lot of people have their gardens in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Um, at least at least where you used to live, when we'd walk to like different you know coffee shops and stuff, all the gardens would be on the front yard. Um, you know, growing everything from tomatoes and squashes and everything. And it seemed like a very community based thing where, you know, if, if someone needs something, they just, you know, they walk by and as a prom juicy, ready for the picking tomato. <laughs> yeah. Just take it. Yeah. That culture is really big here. There are a ton of, uh, they call them like community pea patches, but there are a bunch of community garden spaces where people plant herbs or, you know, tomatoes or basil doesn't really grow very well here. It's not, quite sunny and warm enough but you know there's wild rosemary everywhere so i can walk down the street and you know grab a sprig of rosemary any day oh that's incredible year round um yeah the gardening culture here is pretty expensive you know it's and kelly's been working for the ballard farmer's market so we've been totally (laughs) spoiled with fresh produce like you know fresh butter lettuce or romaine or kind of whatever's in season you know spring onions this week i got leeks Uh, damn so you can make some soup. I was thinking about it. I just kind of use them like spring onions. You know, it's like a like a milder spring onion. So I've been, you know, it's just like a nice texture in a salad. Just kind of slice it up and throw it in with some butter lettuce or romaine or iceberg or whatever you got. You know. Now we're definitely a cooking podcast. <laughs> cabbage. <laughs> it's like cabbage. all I've been doing. <laughs> cabbage. Yeah. Uh, I hear you. No, no, no. Like I feel like we can talk about this for ages because it's all all of us are doing right now. Uh, <laughs> We should listen to some music first. I want to, yeah, let's do it. We're going to get into your life story in a second. But first, we okay. get, got to teach us a little something about it. I, Speaking I of have the, yeah. uh, potentially the, oh shit, what is the word for this? Uh, it, it is possibly <laughs> the most Henry-esque song <laughs> that I have ever played on the Robert John on the Wreck podcast, ever. And uh, I mean to say that this song is like, my spirit song like this is like some really good stuff that i didn't know about until maybe a month ago and uh my buddy alejandro uh sent me a link to this stuff alejandro is a local guitarist in the orange county music scene he's playing a surf band i think he may still be doing that when uh that's a thing you can do anyways this song is from the year 1972 it is from a band called Flyed Egg. And I mean that legitimately. They're called Flyed Egg. They're like a F-L- Japanese F-L-I-E-D egg. They are from Japan. They're a hard rock band. And uh, this is off of their album, Dr. Siegel's Fried Egg Shooting Machine. <laughs> that makes sense. From the year 1972. And the song is called Rolling Down the Broadway. 
And uh, I don't really know anything else about this band other than that. Uh, I tried looking it up, and I couldn't really find anything else about them, uh, which makes this extra interesting. And I just thought this was really, really cool. Uh, I had a lot of fun listening to this the first time I heard it. And um, I hope you check these guys out, because I checked out this whole record, and it was all really, really fun to listen to. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is.
just happened. That was rad. That was awesome. That was a very Henry song. Yeah, dude. Yep. Oh, I like yep. it. That's Jap- Jap- Japan, 1972, Flight Egg. Very cool. Very, very cool shit. Um, I've been getting into, uh, you know, kind of different countries' interpretations of the whole, you know, kind of original classic rock boom. And, uh, man, when I heard that record, I was like, wow, I this is – I re- reacted what Andrew just said, which was, what the fuck just happened? That was really cool. So uh, check out that whole record. It's It's really awesome. Uh, and just just raw and just like yeah. ballsy seventies rock and roll and like super heavy and um, apparently the guy that played guitar also played all the keyboard parts. So nice, just ripping, dude. And the stereo yeah, just, play is super <clears throat> fun too, man. I I can imagine. You know, we're, we're listening here on headphones, but um, I can imagine just like pot, putting that record on and having you know just the just the keyboard coming from one side of the room. You know, when it pops in, like that's that's yeah. so fun, man. Yeah, yeah, it was a really really fun listen. Uh, definitely, just just super entertaining and uh, yeah, like just fun to listen to. Honestly, the whole way through, and and um, the more I try to find new music, that's that's honestly really what I look for is like like how fun is this to listen to? And and that whole record was honestly just like okay, that was fun. Like yeah. every song was just like one thing after the other and. There's about I think there's about 45 minutes on that record and it's kind of proggy and it's kind of hard rock and it's like all kind of you know there's a lot of variation in it but it's it, it's it's just a fun record to listen to. I've been looking for records I hate recently and trying to really spend my time <laughs> listening to records that aren't fun. <clears throat> Have true. you guys heard of the podcast called Your Favorite Band Sucks? <laughs> they just they just talk shit on on bands and like they talk shit on like <laughs> like good bands too like there's one on like Steely Dan and like how these people just talk shit I'm like oh that's so horrible and then they have like all these good ratings and like how can you just talk shit on music good music and have a podcast you can't be in a band and have that podcast I was like I'd be the very best person to host that podcast but because we're in a band I'd never want to do it because chances are I'm gonna meet these people at some point in my life. And they're going to be like, you're that asshole from that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or just do it under like a pseudonym. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, would be fun gotta... to, to, to send them like our record though. You know, like I'd, I'd yeah. love to hear them talk, <laughs> talk shit. It's like, that yeah, might be a good giveaway though. Any, any press is good like press, is right? Robert yeah. Jones the Wreck. <laughs> no, no, like rip, rip it apart. Tell, tell us why it sucks. If that yeah. gets more people to, uh, to listen to it, you know, even better. That's cool. Yeah, and so, how many people? How many people listen to that podcast just to go? I listened to it and it didn't suck. So you guys are idiots, <laughs> and I love listening to you guys be idiots. I listened to the whole thing four <laughs> times. <laughs> I bought it on vinyl to see how much it sucked. Like, Dream Theater, really? You guys <laughs> Dream Theater. <laughs> There's so many reasons to shit on so many things I like or like liked as a kid. <laughs> Where it's like I think about it now and I'm like, man, I really only like this for nostalgia's sake. <laughs> Yeah. Like I like this because it I, it was when I listened to it I was learning how to play music. But if I listen to it now, if someone just handed me this record, I would think it's like the worst <laughs> piece of shit in the world. That's uh, funny. Um, I have to I have to talk crap about one band that I really love. Now we're gonna now we're gonna get into it. Now you guys have me oh, do it. Okay. And I, you guys really love this band. So this will be a good thing. 
And I feel like we have like a 10 times more chance of beating these people than anyone else. So I should probably just keep my mouth shut. But I cannot well, get could. over what? <laughs> but anyway, literally. here we go. This isn't that bad. Um, I can't get over Wolfpack's songwriting style. I love Wolfpack. I love everyone in it. They do a song with this dude named Mike Viola who wrote like, he co-wrote That Thing You Do and like he's a big uh, LA songwriter and I really like what they did with him as far as songwriting goes. Um, but I can't get over the weird songwriting that Wolfpack will do on their records. And it's fun and it would be fun live. But I just can't listen to it. I feel like embarrassed for myself when I listen to it. <laughs> I can't allow myself to enjoy it. What record? What's the one with the shark? Why does the shark have teeth? And why does the whale have feet? It's just some... It sounds like stuff you're supposed to listen to when you're in kindergarten. <laughs> Not all of it, of course. And obviously, Wolfpack is an amazing, well-established, very amazing band that I'll go see live anytime I ever got a chance. So, yeah, any comments on the... Some of the Sorry, songs are pretty cheesy. They've got a pretty high cheese factor, but <laughs> I think that's kind of the point. You know, it's just like... No, you're totally. To, you're supposed to hear it and smile. Like, wow, that's silly, you know? Yes. I, they don't take themselves too seriously. That's what Agreed. I really like about that band. Yeah. But I have to agree with you to a certain degree. You know, it's like... Eh. Yeah. You know, how much but of this can you get away with before They it's take like, themselves so seriously. Right. Like, when I hear an instrumental, they take right. themselves so seriously musically... And you listen right. to that instrumental, yeah. like, God, <laughs> damn, that's good. That's like undeniably good and amazing. Yeah, it feels like listening to like one of those '70s jazz fusion bands, like a Mahavishnu or Return to Forever or something like that. Like the way it's applied or something is just so like, yeah, we're just badass. Like, like everybody's shredding, and then they have these like songs that are like, yeah. Yeah, it's there, insane. <laughs> <laughs> no one saw that. It's probably for the best. Uh, Sorry. No, but it's good. It's good. Like, it's insane musicianship. And then they have these songs that are like, yeah, what, what you were talking about. And it's like, well, okay, there's two versions of this. I don't know why I'm going off on this tangent. I was just thinking about it the other day when I was listening to the record. And I was like, I want these minutes of my life back. But, uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, it was, there's, because there's two sides of the coin, right? Like, there's Zappa, which I love, and I love him being humorous because he's being satire, right? His, his point of his humor is to point out flaws in the system, right? Yeah. And so his, version of like a joke song is a lot smarter than like say this happy cheese factory song and so that's like a level where it's like awesome musicianship and humor with a purpose and i feel like it's missing that sort of purpose thing that's fair i like the fearless flyers a lot Yes, I have nothing to complain about. <laughs> or, or no, 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 they did a vocal song with that uh, uh, the soul singer, right? Did they? I think so. Am I not crazy? Yeah, the lady was ta- playing tambourine? Maybe. No, she so just played tambourine on that song. Uh, I do like the Fearless Flyers, too. I'll, I'll listen to anything with Nate Smith. Something like that. Nate Smith is my favorite. How, hey, have you guys ever played one of those guitar things that holds your guitar up without having to wear a strap? That they use in the Fearless Flyers. It's like a mic stand oh, for a guitar. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? I was talking about getting one of those because uh, because we have one of the songs where I have to switch <clears throat> guitars like mid-song. And I was talking about getting one of those, but I never actually did it. Because I couldn't figure out how to word it to like search for it properly. 
<laughs> so I like it just never came up with anything. So I was like, well, I can't figure out what this thing is called. So I don't know. How to it. Guitar, guitar stand, stand. No, it's guitar like a, guitar yeah, like stand. Guitar stand. And it just kind of, yeah. Like I already have four guitar stands. Like I don't need another. I need the one that hangs it up horizontally so you can play it standing up but like i'm gonna google and I, this and if i could find the right like now researches i'm gonna be so embarrassed for you it still seems like it'd be really awkward to play i don't know what it it just it seems looks really to, awkward it looks to not awkward. play a guitar and have a strap yeah it does look super awkward so it'd be like Performer. having it on your lap or something right like if you didn't have like if you're sitting but just standing you can still apply the pressure. I don't even know what you call those things. Like, what are they even called? They're uh, called it's called a rock-up rock guitar, guitar yeah. stand. Yeah. <laughs> They're $300. Yeah, $300, was, though? Yeah, what was that? that? $300. Dude, fuck that. Andrew, no Andrew what I'm was, not buying that for $300. I'm just saying, no I just found it with one Google search. What, was, yeah, what were your guys' Google <laughs> searches, what did you though? Look, what did you yeah, look what up, did you though? type in the search bar? I looked up guitar stand that you can play. <laughs> I looked at guitar, guitar mount stand. That's exactly what I looked up too. Guitar mount stand. Good job, Henry. Right now, walk up guitar stand. I never would have thought about that in a million fucking years. Well, you walk never. up to it, right, dude? Or there must be that. like the smallest market for them to charge three hundred dollars for this thing. Right? <laughs> wow. What? It's like a specialized like, tool. I would have gotten it for like a hundred, but three hundred? Are you kidding me? Oh my god! Wow. That's it's got pretty good ratings. So. I feel like we can make something for three hundred dollars. It's thing. just it's just like a drum stand with like a, an attachment at the top. That's all it is. God, that's insane. That just like insane. wear just wear the second guitar in your back and then right. throw the other one around. Yeah, or get a double neck. You just got to figure out how to do them on the same same strap. You know, you had one. Mm-hmm. Just throw it over. Yeah, be like a uh, like a '90s like Ninja Turtle toy, like their attachments. You know, remember they used to like flip out. You like flip them into the shell and out of the shell. You get, were you I guys even alive this. in the '90s? Andrew was. Do you remember the '90s? <laughs> I remember the '90s. I, I had the I had the Raphael little little sword things. The size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The size. All right, Henry. I'm sorry to say that apparently this is the only company that makes this thing, <laughs> and all of them are three hundred dollars. I can't find one guitar stand that's not this one. <laughs> You'd think like Gibraltar or some kind yeah, of hardware company would, come would be out like something like this. We can make this for way cheaper than three hundred dollars. <laughs> like they literally like, make a plate that holds a shaker. You know, like. They make cup holders. Like, they specifically make, like, a bunch of random stuff, so it's super weird that they wouldn't make that. That is insane. Well, uh, how, come they don't build, how come they don't have an arm that clips to my amp that I can hold my bass off yet? That's what I want. Oh, they have those. Find one for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Word it properly in the search engine. Yeah. <laughs> Do it up, guys. I can't. <laughs> Use language to find yeah. it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, Skylar, let's talk about you a little bit. Uh oh. Are you ready to tell us all your secrets? What sure. have you done? What have I done? Well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, what have we, you uh, done? We know, <laughs> we, know as, we know as friends that you're an amazing guitar player and you've played with many different people in the Seattle area. You uh, are a session musician when it comes to that kind of thing. And um, you know what you're doing when you pick up one of those wooden pieces of 
instruments that have six <laughs> strings on it. Tell me everything. What, Henry? I said I want you to tell me everything. Oh my god! <laughs> it's creepy or weird. Yeah, yeah, that, that kind of threw me off. I'm gonna have to turn that down later. Thanks, Wait, that's for <laughs> private chat, Henry. That's, that's private. <laughs> Slide into my DMs, Henry. Tell me everything, Joker. <laughs> Where's Rachel? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I I play music like pretty much full time. I've been doing it for over ten years now. Nice. So, so what's what's your what's your main uh, your main focus right now when it comes to music? And I know this is a weird state to be in when it comes to music, but what's your main focus right now? I think my main fo- my main focus right now is coming back to the joy in music. You know, when you work in music all the time, it can it can be taxing to a degree. And it's not that I'm jaded, but I certainly got was getting to a point where I wasn't fully appreciating creating art. So I'm really focusing on how to be creative and have that joy in being creative in my playing in the context of other people's music and just in general, you know, just being creative. That's really nice. what I've been trying to focus on. Which is a huge part of playing music in general. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the joy that comes from finding that creative side of it, not just uh, phoning in what you already know how to do. Right, right. And approaching things differently, you know, with a new perspective, you know, which is hard to do because you get stuck in your ways, you know. But Yeah. Are you still getting uh, uh, studio gigs and lessons and everything like that? Or are you ma- mainly focused on uh, um, your own you shit? Mean, you mean right now? Yeah. Like during quarantine? Yeah, I've kept pretty much like three quarters of my students. So I, my student load right now is like, I think I have 23 or 24. So I'm still still teaching quite a bit from home. Nice. Um, and you're doing that over Skype or, sorry, you're doing that over Skype? I'm or? using Zoom. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, because Zoom has some, you know, more advanced preferences for the audio. And it yeah. was, uh, I do, I have some FaceTime, but for some reason I can't get FaceTime to take more than one channel of audio. So I'd have to like go down a nerd rabbit hole. And Zoom just worked the best for me. So I just went straight yeah. to Zoom when I was transferring all my clients over, all mm-hmm. my students over, you know. Nice. But that's been cool. It's been a, it's, you know, it's made me a better, it's forced me to be a better teacher because I can't lean on playing with my students. I have to really guide them, yeah. you know? Yeah. I actually picked up a, a few students myself during this and uh, it's been interesting because I had taught a handful of people before just here and there, <laughs> but like, it's definitely an interesting process, like not physically being there and being like, you kind of just have to like do this and like, I have to show you with my hands and like, I don't know. I I guess that's a process for me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been using my tablet as a whiteboard so I can just like have a diagram and then share it with the student be like, you know, you put your finger here, boom, boom. Especially the kids, you know, they handle technology a lot better, I think than older folks. So it's not really, it's pretty seamless. Nice. Is that, is that your main main form right now as far as uh, gigging goes, is the uh, the lessons? Yeah, I've got a, I did a live stream like six weeks ago or so, and I'm doing another one. Um, the last one was really lucrative, so, and I, I'm not really feeling that hungry to gig. I'm just kind of focusing on my health and, you know, trying to stay happy and hang out with my wife and, you know, just enjoy life being slow right now. Yeah. 
hadn't really even thought about what to do in terms of gigging, but I've done some studio work too. So that's been cool, you know, doing some remote sessions and whatnot, you know, but certainly not struggling right now. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, I feel fortunate, you know. I feel like trying to enjoy this time is its own task to do <laughs> because totally. I'm super busy. I think a lot of us are super busy. So to have things be slower, it's like, what? what is life right now yeah. that I don't have somewhere to be and don't have things to do? And maybe I should cook this steak. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I should make fresh pasta or bake sourdough bread or, you know, <laughs> back to food. <laughs> so, like, such like trivial things but like as a person who constantly wants to do different things right and create something new you know if you can't challenge yourself with well i'm gonna go to do this new place and create a new piece of music or something like that it starts to become like all right well like what food haven't i cooked and that that's its own reward because then you get to like try all those things out and have your own version of it. It's still like a very artistic process. Yeah, I mean, cooking's a true art form, you know. What about you guys? Are you guys all staying like mentally well through all this? Like, I know it's certainly been a little bit up and down for me in terms of just feeling a little stir crazy, but yeah, I feel like every week has a new version of your mental state. Um, and I know I, I've I've had a long conversation with Steve about this, uh, you know, when it came to like the third week of this stuff. And I feel like everyone kind of like goes through different phases. You know, like I feel like the first week was like, oh, week of vacation. Awesome. Like, we'll do this. And then the second week is like, okay, well, what's actually going on? And then third week, you know, like having like a meltdown, you know, and like, like kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the point is. Like, what am I supposed to do? And then, you know, fourth week you get into, um, you know, really trying to be productive and trying to like, you know, better yourself. And then, you know, that moving forward, you know, try to create some sort of sort of strategy, not strategy, but what's the word I'm looking for? Um, regiment, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to be productive during this time and, and to, to get, get stuff done that you need to do. Um, which in, in a band like we are, you know, there's a lot of, st- there's a lot of moving pieces, um, that we all need to be moving on and getting stuff done and everything. Um, but it, it's, it's definitely a different mindset during this time, um, to make sure that's a focus and to make sure that that's a priority in your brain instead of waking up and knowing that like nothing's happening around you and you can just sit there and fall off. Yeah. Just, just drink and like, you know, kind of fuck off for however many weeks it's been, you know? Yeah. I know I certainly have turned to the bottle quite a bit, but... Oh, well, I was, like, the same way, like, the first couple weeks. It's like, oh, you have all this time. You're going to get all this stuff done. So you're like, oh, like, I have so much opportunity to do all this stuff, but you don't really hold yourself accountable to anything. And then, like, Robert said, like, that third week, you maybe, like, hit the brink of, like, okay, I can't do this. And then you start, like, scheduling yourself. And, like, for me, it feels good because... I'm, I don't have to go to my day job, so... Oh, <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, what just happened? Oh, sorry, my computer, the screen just died. Oh, oh. oh sorry. Yeah. There he goes. Yeah, later. <laughs> oh, no, he's back. You back there, War? Well, until until he's back, my... Yeah, I, I kind of threw myself <laughs> into, like, a weird round-the-clock, uh, just fucking do everything, um... 
And that lasted for quite a while. It wasn't until like last week that I really started feeling burned out on it. Um, and it was, it was cool. It was just like, I was sleeping at odd times, not keeping a schedule whatsoever. And I guess it just took me like nine weeks to, or 10 weeks to actually like have that catch up with me. Um, but I'm trying now to actually be like on more of a schedule and make time at the end of the night to wind down instead of just, you know, working until eight o'clock in the morning or, you know, sleeping for a couple hours and waking up and just jumping right back into everything and stuff. But it was a good productive, like first, like three months, which is good. And I'm excited to get back to it, but it's, it's definitely been like, there was just no rest, but I'm kind of a manic person when it comes to that kind of stuff anyway. Um, if I jump into something, I'm just going to fucking go ham on it for until I like completely lose all sense of myself and I'm working on that. Yeah. You've been cranking a lot of stuff out. Yeah. How many, uh, solo piano records have you put out? Three? I put out four and I have, uh, six, <laughs> I have six, six recorded. Um, I'm up yeah, to... Yeah, how many songs are at, like, ten or something like that? Yeah, ten, ten on each one. I've, I've done, uh, I've done over 280 recordings since St. Patrick's wow. Day. Um, which is Kansas pretty insane. nice. And then, you know, yeah, it's been good. You're making us look bad, Steve. Well, I, I just, I, I, that's my coping mechanism, you know? Like, I've, I'm completely addicted to, as shitty as it sounds, I'm addicted to accomplishment. And, I, I like, I have to get stuff done in order to feel good about myself and what I'm, what I'm doing. Like, if I go a day without doing anything, like, I feel like a complete failure. And uh, that's just something that, uh, that's one of my demons that, you know, rears its ugly head every once and again. Um, and with not being able to play shows and, you know, having that completely flipped, I'm like, oh, well, I can just go back to doing studio stuff and going back to creating work for myself and, you know, finishing up projects that, you know, have been on the back burner for a long time. And then I finish something and then I'm like, well, what's next? What's next? I'm always chasing that dragon and I never really give myself time to sit because when I stop then my brain starts doing weird things and I start getting depressed and shit and you know it gets gets uh, tough so I like to keep busy and work until the wheels fall off but not having that live outlet and that expensive energy when you're just sitting at a desk all day I feel like I could go for like you know a couple days at a time because I'm not ex expending myself and I hate running and I just I tell myself oh yeah just run down to the liquor store and buy a pack of smokes and run back and i'm like i'm not gonna fucking run like i hate running <laughs> <laughs> but i've been just trying to walk to get myself out of the house yeah. i don't like running either really like i will run but um i have been walking to get like, groceries and stuff from the the market down the street from from my house and that's that's nice like you know three minute walk there three minute walk back and carrying <laughs> carrying the groceries or walking to the liquor store and buying a you know Big thing of vodka, but hey, welcome back, War. That's something. Hey, sorry, my computer shut down or something. Moved over to my phone. Nice. Uh, welcome back. Your face was stuck in this position that looked like you're still listening and really interested. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty funny. It was like you never yeah. left. You stopped talking. <laughs> and, then, oh, and, then, and then right before that, you did this thing where I heard you, but you were frozen. 
And then you did all this stuff like really, really yeah. fast. Like, like the camera, you like moved like really, really fast. It was weird because I was talking and then the computer went out and like the screen went off. I was like, oh, it must be fucked. And then you guys were like, well, and what else? And I was like, wait, how do you, how can you hear me? My computer doesn't even have any power to it right now or something. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I had a week where I tried to wake up early every day and it worked for about a week. And then I, want to kill myself afterwards so <laughs> i like when i have to take naps in the middle of the day i was like talking about it a lot too to like warren who naturally gets up and robert who naturally gets up early it was like it feels so much better and everything's like you know guys this is really the life for me and then after a week i was like i can't do this anymore <laughs> this is terrible yeah i take back everything i said early riser people are stupid well i'm you know. proud of you and I, and I see your, t- your guys' text back and forth to the group like right, right before I went to bed. I'm like, oh, no, no. I, I really need to go to sleep. I was yeah. able to go to bed any earlier, really. Like, I was yeah, trying yeah. to go to bed earlier, like 10 or 11, and then it still ended up staying up till like 12 or 1, and right. I'm still trying to get up at 6, and, like, it, it just, it, it can last for a week. I could do... Steve's, Steve's threshold for doing something that is, you know, maybe not the best is three months. Mine's like one week, and then I kill myself and I'm over it. Yep. So I was waiting for you to come back around, Andrew. I, I was like, I feel like weird, you man. really find out like who you are because I feel like this this quarantine gives people like opportunities to try new things and like feel good about stuff. Like I'm gonna practice a lot more. It's like no, you're not. <laughs> you know, it was the same thing for me. Like I, like I was doing those guitar solo transcriptions. I did like probably one a day every day for about a month, and then like at about a month, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like yeah. I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't do this. Like I'm like I'm done. I have to like write my own stuff. I have to work on my own thing. Yeah, it's I good, right? Because then you go right. like, okay, right. I'm never gonna be Instagram famous, and I'm yeah. just done. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Like, like it's fine. I'll put it's out, fine. It's I'll put out one of these about every two weeks on average, probably going yeah. forward at the most. And like, other than that, like, no, I'm not doing this. Like, no, like I'm done. Yeah, I tried. I tried really hard. Like, <clears throat> at the same time, it's like finding like certain things that you, you, you can try out for a week and then you can realize, yeah. okay, well, this is not me. Yeah. And it wasn't you beforehand, which is why right. yeah. you decided that like, I'm going to try this. Because you have nothing to do at the time, but you're like, I know this isn't me, but you're going to do it. Which is still productive. And then then you realize that, okay, well, yeah, I was right. This isn't me. (laughs) You know that. You didn't know that before. I was like, I want to be Instagram famous. I want to be a guy who wakes up early and does this thing. But now I I can go like, fuck that. No, I'm not. I'm not this thing. Honestly, I'm I'm surprised I did as many as I did. I did. I think I did. I counted it. I did like 28 of those videos that were me transcribing, like, you know, I was doing, I literally was doing those once or twice a day and I just got completely burnt out on those yeah. and was like, Nope, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I'm can, not this guy. Like I'm done. <laughs> I've done two solo pianos and piano records in the same day, but there's no way I'd be able to do like one a day. I would just completely burn out on that stuff. Oh, later Henry. Bye, Henry. <laughs> Scott, did you try anything new like that and then have to give it up? Um, no, not really. I mean, I'm trying to not drink during the week, but I'm failing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers to that. Uh, 
But I've been, I picked up cycling again and I've actually really like, I used to cycle a lot when I was a teen and I've been. That makes sense for Seattle. Biking a lot. Yeah. I'm like fitting right into the mold now. But I biked like 65 miles on Friday and Saturday total. Wow. Wow. I've been, I've been working up to like more long distance just for cardio. Uh, I really actually enjoy that. That it'll be hard to maintain that much cycling when things start to, you know, get busy again. But 65 miles in two days. So like 32 miles a day. I did one, one ride where I accidentally missed a turn and rode like an extra seven miles. So I ended up riding. (laughs) I I rode all the way to Woodenville, which from here is, I know where that is. Yeah. So I rode all the way to Woodenville because I was supposed to go over like the, Oh, you have to go over like a, uh, body of water it's so you go around the north end of lake washington so i was doing the north Uh, the north section of the lake washington loop which is a pretty popular bike loop around here it's like 60 miles in total i think but you can break it up in segments and so i'm working up to being able to do the whole thing but i wanted to do the north loop first i ended up going like 37 miles and i was so fucking shredded and How the do next you day, do that? You can't do that when you run. It's like, oh, I'm going to dust it off and run 10 <laughs> miles tomorrow. <laughs> well, I've been working up to it. I was doing like an okay. average average of like 8 to 16 miles a day. God, that's nice. crazy. How long does that take? Uh, you average about 15 miles an hour, 15 to 16 miles an hour. So the I spent it took me about three hours to do the 37-mile ride. Do you have the shoes that connect to the things where yeah you know what i mean yeah and i, <laughs> oh, so I was always bike. well i was always a mountain biker you know as a teen and you know i got a road bike and one of my neighbors had these old shimano shoes and they fit i got these like platform and clipless so they i realized they called them clipless because they used to actually screw in the oh, pedals wow. so that you couldn't even really? come out back in the day wow. so that's what they call the clip pedals clipless because you can, if you pronate your leg, you pop out, right? But I've fallen down like three or four times because of Oof. them, because I'm just not used to them. Just like, you know, stopping and not getting my foot out in time and going, fuck, and like falling over. <laughs> oh, no. But but they, they help your efficiency because you can pull up, too. Yeah. Know? Yeah, it, it's a full motion. Yeah, it's a game changer. You don't lose any um, inertia. Nice. I'm not in love with them. They're kind of terrifying. But once you get used to it, it's, you know, I, I almost fell down. Uh, on Saturday, you know, just like stopping for a second, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, oh, shit, you know, if you don't get your foot out, you fall over. I remember having Velcro straps on the pedals of my, uh, of my mountain bike. And that was fun. Cause you could, you could pull up too, but I didn't have to be clipped in. Right. Right. That was, that was fun. I haven't biked in a long, long time. Used to do yeah. I remember when I had a, a bicycle. Yeah. A huffy. <laughs> the end. <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> Period. Yeah. I can't even remember the last time I rode a bike, to be honest. It's fun, man. I love it. Yeah, just go 37 miles. It's fine. <laughs> I, I was so fucking tired after that, dude. My, my quads are still burning. That was Friday. Wow. Was your crotch sore? I've got calluses now. So. <laughs> is that a thing it's definitely a thing well cause yeah. he's like you have a really firm saddle you know and so you basically Thank like you. put your oh yeah. well yeah you do have a firm saddle though that one there's got a firm saddle every time I get back on the bike it's like oh god damn it but then you just get going and you you know the pain goes away 
It just it just goes numb after a little while and yeah, can't feel anything. Yeah, yeah, just keep pushing on. Warren also didn't like your story about cycling, so he decided <laughs> to leave as well. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, back. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I can hear everything. I just, it's investigating a noise. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Henry's gone for good, though. Apparently, his Bye, Henry. Henry died or something. Yeah. No, that's pretty exciting, Skyler. I mean, that, that's a whole no, like, yeah. kind of life change, right, that yeah. you probably wouldn't have had if you were still gigging as much and everything, right? No, definitely, definitely. Well, I'm like, I've been trying to quit smoking for years, and I'm at about three months now, so I replaced oh, yeah. smoking with the cardio. Oh, there so you it's go. it's kind of like I had to, like, find something to occupy my time with, and that's something that I used to really care about, so. That's awesome. That's, like, a huge accomplishment, you know? Congratulations. I mean, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I wish I was right there with you, man, but... For all you your know, listeners, Robert just lit up a smoke. <laughs> but yeah, it's just something I felt like I needed to do, you know. Nice. But once, awesome. once, a, once a smoker, always a smoker. You know, you're never out of the weeds. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all it yeah, takes it's is gonna one, be get one back party into with drinking and smoking going on. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just as easy. To, I've quit before. It's just as easy to relapse, you know. Yeah. So. No, you're gonna be clean forever. That's the goal. Until we come back to Chinook Fest, and then you're feared. <laughs> we're gonna go to the bar we're gonna see Skylar cycling in the middle of it <laughs> just like with one of those stationary like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's cycling away from us no oh I just need to chill out <laughs> not my time that'd be awesome that would be fun to have stationary bikes at that festival though I'm just thinking why like, not just regular bikes I don't know <laughs> You guys want to party? Somewhere. No, I want to I spin. Like, no, I feel like right. if you fall off a stationary bike because you're, you know, fucking drunk at a music festival or whatever at a music festival, it's going to hurt a lot less than, like, possibly, like, like, you're not just going to, like, miss a turn and go off into the river, you know, like you would on a regular bike. I mean, if anyone would find a way, it'd be someone at Chinook <laughs> Fest, so... They should just replace bar stools with stationary bikes, and you can just sit there and bike at a bar and... Get hammered that's, and ripped at the same time. That's a good you can open idea. up your own bar called Bike in a Bar. You call it Drink Cycles. Oh, there used to be a bar in Seattle called the Sit and Spin, but it was a laundromat <laughs> bar. But Sit and Spin would be the perfect name for it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be uh, an awesome weed bar. I feel like people would love that who'd smoke weed too. I'd probably love that. Yeah. Why are there not <laughs> weed bars like hookah bars yet? There are. California. We've run in restaurant. LA. It's a restaurant, though. Maybe California has different laws. We do, because we're better. Not You're true. wealthier. You're wealthier. Are we? I think you are. Well, we have like tech you have- and Hollywood and farming. So, like, we're a weird combination of a lot of shit. Yeah, and I was well, definitely just kidding when I said all the other stuff. So, well, Washington cranks out a lot of produce, too. You guys have a lot of weed. You're just missing Hollywood. You just yeah. need a, a Hollywood in, in Washington, and what's in, you'll be what, comparable. What's in Seattle? Is it Nike or Microsoft? What What is it up uh, there? Nike's uh, in Oregon. They're in okay. Portland. Uh, okay. We have Microsoft. Um, Amazon's headquarters are here. Boeing. Boeing is yeah, big. Yeah, they have a huge stuff. Uh, Costco. Kirkland, yeah. Oh. Kirkland, yeah. Kirkland's named after the city. What else? There's, I mean... Washington's Subaru? pretty powerful. Subaru? Subaru? 
No, Subarus. <laughs> don't fuck with us. <laughs> don't fuck with us. Subarus. Dude, but doesn't California produce like, it's like 70% of the produce consumed in the United States comes from Central California, I'm pretty sure. It's like, it's really 70%? high. Margin. I think it's that high. I can look at it. I up. think it's certain crops. Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard it was like nuts or some sort of nuts that we do is like almonds, uh, yeah, avocados, huge. these year nuts. Round, year round lettuce. Yeah, got them. Washington one is potatoes, if you guys didn't know that. Number really? one. It's not Idaho? Really? It beats Idaho. What? Grant County alone, the county I grew up in, beats all of Idaho in terms what? of potato output. Wow. Yeah. Is that Wenatchee? No way. Uh, Grant County, no. Wenatchee's in uh, Douglas County. Douglas County. <laughs> Douglas County. Douglas County. That was a His dog, Elroy. <laughs> oh, okay. <Jane>. His wife. <laughs> I have the good sound bite while you guys are singing the Jetsons theme song yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, what's that? California <laughs> produces almost all of the country's almonds, apricots, dates, figs, kiwi fruit, nectarines, olives, pistachios, prunes, and walnuts. Fuck yeah, wow. California. It leads the production of avocados, grapes, lemons, melons, peaches, plums, and strawberries. It says only Florida produces more oranges. <laughs> Wow. That's because Orange County became a uh, housing development. Yeah, it was more... Uh, Orange yeah. Grove. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out Washington here. So you don't fuck with us. I bet you guys <laughs> produce a lot of apples. <laughs> Lots of apples. Although, yeah. like, a lot of orchardists are ripping out their orchards to plant wine grapes. Washington's wine industry is just exploding. Wow. And hops? Wow. What was the yeah, hops, hops that you guys Oh, had? yeah, hops. Yakima Valley. It produces, I think... It's it's a huge margin of the hops produced in the world. It's like around a quarter. Ninety percent of the nation's hops are produced in Washington State. Oh yeah, but it's of like, the U.S. Yeah, but worldwide, I think it's like around a quarter. I think that's insane. Wow, yeah, it's I crazy. Mean, it come from one place in the world. Ninety percent right. of the hops in the United States is insane, considering how many people drink beer and. Like that is just an unfathomable number. Of- yeah. yeah, every every uh, city has its own IPA now too. So there's yeah, you know, it's all a Washington IPA. And it just gets yeah, worse as it leaves the source. <laughs> yeah, and they're all coming. They're all, the all water, the hops are coming from Yakima. I mean, yeah. we're we're good friends with Dosen down here, and they get all their Yakima hops. Wow. Yeah, Sim- probably Simcoe, Cascade hops. There's so many different varietals that have been developed in Washington. Oh, it's pretty crazy. Let's see. Apples, Robert John no. Food and Farming Podcast. It's probably your strawberries. They're in season. Go get them. Brought to you by Doyle. Wow. Brought Washington to you by two point Doyle two or Dole? Dole. Sorry. Dole. Dole. Doyle. 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 <laughs> what? Where did you get Brought Doyle? Brought to you from? by Doyle. <laughs> I was just reaching for something. <laughs> that's you were reaching pretty far. Yeah, it's, it's, it's over here. Keep keep stretching. Keep stretching. You reach so hard it's to hurt my legs. It's my house, yeah. Well, thank you, Skylar, for being on our podcast. This is episode yeah, 41. Um, 41. No, 40, that's impressive, you guys. Every 40, week, huh? Every, every try Monday. Best. Yeah. Almost. Well, thanks for having me. Of yeah. It's, a, it's always a pleasure. And where where can the uh, where can the people find you and your amazing music? Well, my band's called Supermother, so you can go to supermothermusic.com or just look up Supermother. Yeah, there you go. Instagram at Supermother Band. We have one record out. It's you can stream it on Spotify or iTunes or 
you can go buy it from CD Baby and I make more money. So promise me CD we'll Baby. do a, a joint show that's called King Tree and the Supermothers. Oh, yes. One of oh, these days. Ah. Uh, yes. All right. One of these days we'll do that. Resounding yes. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, hopefully we can all play shows together soon. Yes. Yeah. We'll look forward to that. Yeah, I think I was supposed to be down there in, in the L.A. area with Dune right around now with General Mojo's. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe that was the first week in June. I can't recall. I deleted it off my calendar so I didn't get depressed. Right. I remember him <laughs> telling me about that. I was, be like, I was like, oh, man, I'd love to be there, but I'm going to be in Europe. And like, <laughs> that's not happening either. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's really good to see you all. You all it's look good. good to see you too, brother. Together. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, man. Uh, we're going to yeah, have for sure. Um, our, uh, our record, Last Light on the Highway, is out. It is on all streaming platforms and on our website. And, uh, and Skylar's uh, Supermother album is out, and that, the link to that will be in the description. Um, and for all you Facebook people, I will post a link to that uh, shortly. And, uh, yeah, what, what do we have coming up this week? We're doing the QSC Jam in the Van stream on Thursday. Yeah. Yep. And that's at 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, on Thursday. On Thursday. And we'll be, uh, we'll be sending an email out about that uh, shortly. And uh, so make sure to sign up for our email list uh, if you aren't signed up already. So you can be in the know with all of the, uh, all the things and the details for the things and all of that and uh, have a wonderful week and we will see you next monday at 8:30 p.m. have a great cheers everyone and get wrecked